evening, everybody. Welcome to the Craft Heads Podcast. This is episode 135 of the podcast that I do with my best friend, Alex, where we uh, talk about nothing and aka talk about everything. Um, normally bring a crafty beverage to each other to talk to, to talk about a beer, wine, spirit, whatever. Um, have a couple chats about that. Talk about anybody we've met in our past days that we've told about the podcast. Um, pretty much recommend everything about this podcast, the Craft Heads podcast. And um, yeah, what are we talking about today, huh? So I have a couple of random ideas. Um, we just, it's uh, December 15th, by the way. Uh, so if you just listened to 134, we just recorded uh, that episode last night with Jake. Um, so I have a, a funny, not financial advice follow-up. I have my own random little sub it's a mini topic that you know i texted you about it not long ago tommy and it doesn't have to be dedicated a whole episode to it but maybe if we ever have some really good ones i want to bring them to the podcast i.e life hacks yeah like really good life hacks i like that and to counteract your point about life hacks because i had an idea as soon as you texted me that is we should also have a what grinds your gears corner as well, where we totally. have, if we have one life hack, counterbalance it with what grinds your gears or something beautiful about life in in the life hack section. I don't know, but I, I like it would the be yin fun and yang concept because yeah. you know if you leave me without, if you leave me unchecked, I'll just do the grind my gears for six straight hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt I was good. as I was thinking about it, I was like, wow, grinding your gears is going to be a lot easier than finding life hacks. Sadly, and yeah, happy that's things. true. Um, so lead us off with the drinks, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. I'll start off with that. And uh, I have a, a couple shout outs that I wanted to make. Um, but first of all, I'm going to tr- see if you can guess what I'm drinking. I'm having my favorite cocktail of the fall slash winter era. Do you know what it is? Isn't it that cider ish thing? Yeah, it's a spice. put a cinnamon cider, stick in it, bourbon. bourbon. Yep. Yes. And I normally I put um, anise in it as well. But uh, I didn't have any anise, so I... I anise? Um, anise, yes. We always do that. <laughs> so I did the opposite. Uh, well, since I didn't have any anise, I wanted to crafty it up a little bit more, so I actually warmed it and made it a hot, spiced apple cider bourbon. And um, a follow-up from last episode that you and I did together, which was Reunion, I think that would be 133, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, I mentioned the bourbon that I um, used for this a cocktail... I couldn't remember the name of it, but I told you it was a small batch bourbon. Um, I finished it off tonight when making this cocktail, and it is I'm, – I'm showing Alex on the, on the screen for everybody who can't see, which is literally everybody. Uh, it's <laughs> Broken Barrel, small batch, and it's a Kentucky straight bourbon, obviously. Um, Very nice. But yeah, I it, it's been a really nice one. I would probably do it again, but I always like to try new bourbons, so – I'll probably buy good news for you. What? I can't wait for you to get back to Atlanta for good and us to be recording in person and drinking together and, you know, playing smash before or after every episode. And I have a bourbon tasting to do with you because I found a delightful combination. Uh, There's two different, uh, actually I won't spoil it, but there's, I have three tastings ready for you that we can do on three separate episodes. One of them is for a distillery that I found with, I'll just say, really good brown. Um, <laughs> I want to do a mezcal tasting with you. And also, I just realized I have like five bottles of scotch. I just kept buying Ooh. scotch, for even though I'm not like really a scotch drinker. Yeah. But it's an area that I would like to grow into and learn more about. So I have a sure. bunch. Um, scotch mainly and cigars. Because, yeah, totally. But we'll, we've got lots of good tastings coming up. And speaking of scotch... Um, I'll save it for that episode in terms of which scotch I used, but this evening, and I don't have a coupe glass, this is the closest thing I had. I need to get those. Uh, this is a Rob Roy, which, oh nice, dude, real solid staple scotch drink. It's just, um, scotch, sweet vermouth and bitters. So very easy to drink. Obviously the sweet vermouth cuts back on like the peatiness of the scotch. You would think a lot of times scotch drinks that I have they they just taste that's the extremely forward taste in it 
but a Rob Roy is a really good way to sort of, sort of pull it back a little bit. Oh, and there's also a, um, I think some people do a cherry like Manhattan's, but the recipe I saw had for a lemon twist, which is at the bottom of the glass. And nice. it is weird what a difference it makes. I mean, you can smell it and taste it all the way through because you express it over the glass first and then drop it in. And it's just great. You express so. your anus glands over the glass. I would love to do that. And I could call it the Mr. Poopy butthole from Rick and Morty. <laughs> cheers. Uh, yeah, cheers, cheers. And I did. I, did you say the ing- ingredients of mine? Apple cider, bourbon, cinnamon stick, sometimes anise. And I lemon. think you did, but you were yeah. sort of doing it piecemeal. So there you go, everybody. That's the official uh, recipe. Speaking of Rick and Morty, have you ever watched that? Yeah, I've, I watched pretty much every season. I think I'm fully caught up. I've got to say, so I watched for the first time. Uh, this is going to be my first life hack. Watch Rick and Morty. With, <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. With an exception. Um, watch it high. N- no, not even <laughs> that. Um, I watched a couple episodes with James and John, like, I don't know, probably two years ago, at least a year ago. And we were still living at the other place. And they were always huge, huge fans about it. You know, but they never were like, hey, you got to you got to watch this. And. I can't remember why we decided to watch a couple again. Uh, we may or may not have been in Denver. <laughs> you know, it might have had something to do with what Tommy said. I don't know. But <laughs> I, we watched them there, and then I was really enjoying it. But then I remember thinking to myself, like, I kind of really want to watch these later on and sort of revisit them. And wound up watching the entire show mm-hmm. in a matter of weeks. It's mm-hmm. it's very short. They're, you know, 20-some minutes. And yeah, they fly. Pure entertainment. They're not long seasons. And here's what I'll say. In first three seasons, incredibly funny, incredibly clever, uh, weirdly, weirdly philosophically deep. Some mm-hmm. of them, like they kind of like, I'll watch it and I'll be like, whoa, what whoa. the fuck? No, <laughs> yeah, just I, I feel like I feel close to Rick. This is so stupid. I realize how dumb I sound, but like that show just like really, really hit the spot for me. Then we watch season four and half of it is tolerable mm-hmm. and the other half is fucking trash <laughs> like what season th- there was one on episode right the one about dragons yeah oh yeah i it was it was so bad and the writing was so poor and childish that first of all i was like what is this show and where did the writers go and second of all i was embarrassed with like tara and james and like that's that's how cringy it was and stupid yeah, because so, it was all about like them having orgasms with their dragons oh my God. and like having was, moments with them, right? It was so stupid. And then probably the second worst is this one about Morty's sperm in season five. It, so oh, season, season five, five isn't much okay. better, and I've only seen the first five episodes because they're on Adult Swim right now. And Adult Swim's app is just a total shit show. It's very unreliable. So I'll get around to the second half eventually. But uh, long story short, I did learn that the – one of the main creators, I can't remember which guy, takes this like hero formula very, very seriously in terms of like there's eight steps to every hero's story or plot. And and if you lay that that framework over every episode, you can see it and and like realize, oh, this is that part, this is that part. And I think that's part of why it was so amazing and perfect, because they abandoned that in season four and it shows and it suffers. And I'm what? like, why did you know, why did you need to change it? I could yeah. have watched 30 seasons of that yeah. quality level show. Dude, my th- I can tell you right off the bat, I know what my favorite episode is. It's the 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 toilet episode where Rick goes like to another planet to poop. I feel like that's very relatable for you. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, and that, not, maybe in the old days, but not really anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that one is um, season, I'm pretty sure that's season four. And okay. it was... For me, it was one of the okay ones in season four. It wasn't yeah. my favorite, but I I didn't dislike it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, check out Rick and Morty. It's on Hulu now. Um, and like I said, some of it's on Adult Swim, but never rely on that app because it's kind of all over the place. So um, just to follow up on, on animated shows, um, I know you know that I'm a big fan of this show, but since you said you hated the Dragon episode, you probably wouldn't like the show at all. But I've watched religiously as soon as it comes out. Like I can, I can blitz through the entire season when it comes out on Netflix. Is Big Mouth? I you made me watch an episode or two. Okay, didn't it's, hate it's, it. Com- it's it's toilet humor. It's just it's all about sex. Like literally all about kids 
teenagers and sex and but which sounds really strange that you would like it but it's in like the animated world so it's really funny yeah and no um, i mean you can something can be all about sex and still be funny if it's cleverly written you know yeah which i think it is i think like of course there's some crap episodes but there's also some really brilliant episodes too where i like even i was i was watching it as i was driving back from atlanta to florida this this most recent time i had it playing and um i actually had to stop claire from listening to what she was listening to because i had to tell her how relatable this episode was and it was the first um it was the first swim class that that the kids had to take in school and and seeing all the girls and boys in their in their swimming trunks and swimming gear and what and like all of the um antics that come with that like girls feeling like they're too hairy guys feeling like they have small weenies you know all my boobs the whole thing yeah yeah everything so there was like eight different storylines going on all super relatable about how kids feel the first time they're like exposed like that in front of their classmates. So I don't know. I just, I I recommend that show. Everybody's has their own thing. That's, I like Rick and Morty a lot, but I like big mouth better. Wow. That's, that's huge. Mm -hmm. And who knows? Maybe I, maybe I would like big mouth better than season four, season five, Rick and Morty. True. (laughs) True. That bar is pretty low for me, but uh, yeah, my recommendation is watch seasons one through three, and then there's no other seasons. You've seen it all. It's a great show. There you go. Uh, so um, I actually I actually messed up, uh, and I really meant to, I wanted to shout do my shout outs before we got down the rabbit hole. Right oh there. yeah, go for it, man. But um, I when when Claire and I were in Atlanta closing on our house, clap clap. Thank God it's finally done. Uh, we'll yeah. be back on the 29th, Alex, in Atlanta for good. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed at the Claremont Lounge. The hotel of the Claremont Lounge. Didn't know that was even a thing. Yes. um, And recommend. I mean, it's really nice. The hotel is really nice. But you can hear everything going on outside. Like, the the soundproofing of the walls is not that good. So I could hear everything going on on the strip club, going on below me in the strip club the whole night, pretty much. But if you're a good sleeper, it's actually a really nice hotel. A lot of fun. But... The reason I'm bringing it up is we went to the cocktail lounge uh, downstairs. I, gosh, I already forget what the cocktail lounge is called, but there's a little bar in there, and the bartender, Maddie, I'm hoping he – this happened like three weeks ago, or by the time it comes out, this will have happened three weeks ago. I'm hoping he's still looking out for a new episode so he can listen. Maddie, shout out, made me one of the best – mezcal margaritas i've mm. ever had and made me realize that mezcal is rivaling bourbon for my favorite yes spirit same dude it's been a slow burn for me but yeah we just we've been sucking those bottles down and like yeah. I, I just bought a new one to try i mentioned i want to do a tasting with you that shit is amazing so good and, and maddie's the, that cocktail he made me i was i was raving about it. i kept telling him how good it was i have a picture of him that I took with the cocktail in the picture, I can send it to you if you wanted to put it on the episode image. I don't know. It's up to you, Al. But, um, I would love to do that. I just kind of don't want to do it without his permission. That's the only thing. I, I said, I, I don't know if he thought when I took the picture that he might get in on, on it, but don't worry about it. Let's not even do it. I, I'm going to just keep it in my spank bank for years to come. Oh, Maddie. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but um, another, another quick um, shout out for the Claremont Lounge's cocktail bar there they have a significant and i'll say like four to five cocktails that are non-alcoholic made with like really great ingredients and i asked maddie i was like this is a really big non-alcoholic cocktail list and uh to my what to my confirmed my suspicions their um owner ashlyn uh is i guess is sober now i i I don't want to i don't want to say that she was an alcoholic and is now sober or anything if that's not the case but she appreciated maybe she even went to europe and saw that they did a better job of having non-alcoholic cocktails so ashlyn you're you own a bar sorry but this was (laughs) really awesome that that you guys had these non-alcoholic cocktails on there that i was 
thought were good. They Very looked, nice. They looked crafty. I love it, man. I, I now I really want to check it out. Is so this bar, that's not like the underground place, is it? So there? it's right next to the underground place. Like okay. the the bottom bottom floor, like the basement, is where the strip club is. And then I think gotcha. this, the one floor above that is the underground restaurant. That's apparently really nice. And then one floor above that, which is the lobby of the hotel, has this cocktail uh, bar in it. That's awesome. It, the reason I asked was because, it, God, I'm, I feel so old. But this would have been not too, too long after I got to Atlanta, probably like 2014 or something like that. Um my friend, my first friend in Atlanta, Michael Magno, local musician, fantastic human and, and fantastic musician. Uh, we would go out and do get all, we would do all kinds of crazy things. And one of them was we went to an oldies night at the Claremont Lounge down there, and it was like a big dance. They turned it into like a big dance thing to oldies, cool. and it was I had a blast, dude. But yeah. again, that's that's freaking that's right up seven your alley. years ago at this point. Um, really awesome stuff though. I love that. Was there anybody else that you had? Uh, no, those are my two shout-outs. Oh, well, I, I mentioned him on the last episode as well, but Dave, my realtor, I told <laughs> him about the podcast. So if he's listening, Dave, one more big shout-out to you. Thanks for all you did and sticking with us through um, through all of the home purchasing process. And we bought him a nice like $100 bottle of bourbon for his services even nice. though he gets what? a huge chunk of that, <laughs> yeah, so right. much money for a, the sale of a home. I'm, I'm not. It's literally a tip. You tipped him. Yeah, it was a tip yeah. for the uh, the sale. Yep. What'd you get him? I believe it was Horse Soldier, and um, it was one of the the higher end bottles. So he he sent us a. I mean, he was drinking it that night. We we came home and he sent us a picture of drinking and said it it was like the bee's knees or something. So he was pretty nice. happy. I love it. Very cool, man. Well, shout speaking out, of people, shout outs, community, etc. This is the official last call. We're halfway through December. Um, for those of you have, who've been keeping up in the past couple of weeks, we've really grown out our, our community on the, the CHP Discord server. And um, really the start of it, like the, the bulk of the activity was from the Not Financial Advice channel. And uh, we've done a couple of small giveaways. And now there's a big Christmas giveaway coming up Christmas holidays, whatever you celebrate, happy everything. And, um, we're still doing, it will be unannounced other than I will just surreptitiously drop it into the chat and everybody will have 48 hours to enter. And it's, it's for patrons only. doesn't matter your level, but I, I also wanted to let everybody know, cause I'm going to be updating the Patreon page as well. Um, I have a couple of ideas for like the higher tiers, but the most important thing is just if, if you're a $1 supporter, you're in the server, you can participate in giveaways, et cetera. And I'm switching over to charge up front. And that's only to be fair to long-term fans and, ex and existing patrons because, um, you know, it, it would suck ass and people do do this, unfortunately, because do do a lot of people suck, but, uh, sometimes somebody will sign up or become a patron they don't pay anything. They take whatever content that that creator has, whether it's art, music, you know, whatever. And then before the first of the following month, they just delete their pledge. And what? And like sometimes people post shit other where other places. It's really messed up. Um, but what that will do will like it, when I say charge up front. If you become a patron on December sixteenth, you'll get charged right then and there. Let's say you're a one dollar tier, and then again the following first of the month, and then only on the first of the month after that. So yeah. the the most that you're ever gonna like pay a little bit extra is on that very first time. But again, that's just to be fair to everybody and existing patrons and all that. And um it's maximum you know, we've, five dollars. Yeah, exactly. And we've grown it out a lot to the point where um, like I can't keep track of everything manually, which is awesome. I, that's a wonderful problem to have. So thanks to all of the existing listeners, supporters and patrons and, uh, to all future ones as well. But, um, looking forward to that. This will most likely be the last episode of the year. Um, unless I do something up North or Tommy does something, um, down in Tampa while he's still there. But, uh, you can prob it's probably pretty safe to say that this will be the last one signing off for the year. Um, but Tommy, we'll, we'll just, we're bouncing around back and forth. I'll do my not financial advice follow-ups 
and there's just two of them, and then we can do some more life hacks. Does that sound? Okay. Yeah. Hey, nice. and by the way, your uh, your porn stash is on point. Thank you, man. I, so <laughs> I love that you called that out on the episode because I took a really creepy picture for the <laughs> for the episode image that I'm gonna work it in there. But do you remember whenever I cut off my beard and there was that insane picture of me looking at it like Kip Dynamite? Uh, it, yes. It, what, like what, the POV. You were like holding it yes. like this. Yeah. Yes. It, it's very much like that. So I was yeah. channeling that energy. Uh, glad you enjoy it. And, um, you've got probably just a matter of time before I break out the wax. Nice. You've got the Start Ethiopian caterpillar above the, the top lip going on right there. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's thicker than last time. And I've got like full on long ass hair, dude, like going with the pony and everything. So oh, speaking of. Um, I wanted to talk about, have a quick segment on Wispy Boys. Okay. Um, I'm down for Wispy know, Boys. Always down. <laughs> you know how you, how you call me a Wispy Boy and you're, and you claim to be a Wispy Boy as well. I'm definitely a Wispy Boy, dude. You know, um, I noticed this within the last year that I am a little thinner up top. I don't think by any means for your sake or mine that we're going bald, but we're just a little thinner up top. I mean, my dad is as a full head of hair. I don't. I, I've noticed this like throughout the years here and there. It's a little bit worse now, but I don't think it's like I don't see hair falling out or anything like that. But I do think something exacerbated it, and I wanted to let you know now that you have long hair. I think when I had my long hair and I was pulling it back into a ponytail all the time, I think that was really damaging to that part of my scalp, and I just wanted to tell you to heads up on that for when you do Thank you. shave it all I, off i appreciate the heads up actually that's going to be a weird segue for a life hack in a little bit um but yeah <laughs> to, the, the one thing i'll say is i'm pretty sure fact check me male pattern baldness comes from the mother's side of the family true yep. so i don't know if anybody on your mom's side is bald or no, not i don't know because since she was adopted i never really met the family. oh that's that's a good point well um, I, yeah, it's like you said, it's a little thinner on top for me. My cowlick kind of pisses me off, but I think overall I'll be fine because my maternal grandfather died with a beautiful head of hair. And mm -hmm. as in, in fact, as I'm growing it out and like, especially if I like this morning, I just combed it straight back into a pony. You can see how it's poofing like this. Yeah. I look exactly like him. Okay. Like <laughs> I remember his hair looking very similar to this. So, yeah. um, I think I'm fine. Okay. But, um, I think we, I think we both are. I think we just don't need to stress about it, but we have noticed it. Totally. And <laughs> and again, I'm I'm gonna uh, let everybody know about a funny thing that ties into a life hack. But let me let me do those not financial advice things. I did forget to mention two things because Jake and I spent more time talking about um, stocks this time since the first time was like all NFTs. Mm -hmm. um, I did mint two Bit Brawl. NFTs on Solana today. Okay. I don't think it's definitely not like a short-term quick flip profitable thing. They they are building a game. The guy's not doing it for money. He's a millionaire. He just revealed that today. Oh yeah. He was like, I don't give a shit about money. <laughs> and ba it's basically the Super Smash Brothers of Solana. Allegedly, that's what they're building out. And like you can they're partnering up with like 30 different Solana projects where they're they are airdropping skins to their holders and you can put them in the freaking game. It's actually kind of cool. So yeah. is it is it will, PC exclusive game? I it's gotta have be no right? idea how it works. I haven't even looked at it because it sounds know, confusing. It, yeah, admittedly, most NFTs that I get into are for profit. I'm that's what I'm doing it for. This one, I don't know. I'm very interested. I'm hopeful, and if it fizzled out, fizzles out and goes to nothing, that's fine because <laughs> plenty of the projects I'm in have done that. So that's the one thing. And the other is tonight, again, it is December 15th at midnight. I'm so pissed off because I just got done shitting on ETH, um, Ethereum uh, NFTs because of how cost prohibitive they are. The but, gas. Yeah, and, and all kinds of transaction fees. But Metasars, and this is great because Jake, Tommy, and I are, that's a joint investment with all of us. Um, we have a Metasar, and they're doing a Metasars punk, which, God, I'm sick of that word, tonight at midnight Eastern time. And I I am minting that solo only because I bought this stupid-ass mystery chest that they had, and basically all it was was a guarantee to up 
the rarity of the punk that I mint tonight. I'm just like, God damn. Because I feel like I have to mint it now, which mm-hmm. is the worst feeling in the world, <laughs> especially with how expensive these stupid things are. But the Metasar, I'm give that, it a whirl. Was the Metasar the most expensive one that you bought? Um, so if it was, if you bought it solely, was it? Is it the most expensive one? I would legit have to do math on like the USD equivalent of Ethereum at the time and stuff. But it, it was definitely pretty expensive because wasn't it point eight? It was no, no, no. Was, we bought it for like point five something. It was two k. Some it was around two k USD. Okay, it, then then that's probably pretty close to a couple of others that, I've, and I do mean a couple. I'm not sitting over here on like a dozen that I paid that much for, but it's freaky shit. Be very careful. This is not financial advice. <laughs> and <laughs> literally, the the, the other uh, piece of that, if if I were to give financial advice, is another stock that I I did mention it on the last episode, but it's patently obvious that we're going to need 400 booster shots every year for the rest of our lives. (laughs) So I would say that Pfizer is probably not the worst stock in the world (laughs) to possibly maybe invest in long-term. Okay. If I gave advice, that's something I might say. Okay. All right. Heard. So, uh, before I lose the hair thing, Tommy, I'll do a life hack and then turn it over to you. Okay, great. Continue on, sir. Download. Right now? I'm on Think it. No. <laughs> the Think Dirty app. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? No. Tell me. It fucked my life up. All right. I'm, I'm actually downloading it right now, not even right, knowing what well, it's about. I mean, I, so, some people are just going to be like, that's stupid. I don't care. But it's an app that you can scan lots of different household products, specifically cosmetics and soaps and shampoos and all that. And it gives you a score on, I'm not saying this to be funny, whether or not it will give you cancer. And you guys, listeners, uh, I don't think anybody likes cancer. If you scan most of your shit, it's fucked. Mm -hmm. Like the the majority of the stuff, one of the biggest uh, offenders is uh, women's makeup. Especially because mm. tons of it has talc, talcum powder in it, and okay. like talcum powder causes cancer. It's not up for debate. It's not something to discuss. It causes cancer, and it's just so insane to me how, how and how much shit is in the stuff that we put on our bodies. And um, one of the other things I'm like petrified of now, one of the biggest offenders in general are fragrances. Oh. If there is a fragrance of some kind. And it's not like coming directly from something completely natural. It's probably a carcinogen. Oh, no. Like candles, cologne. Yes. Literally. Soap. Shampoo. Yeah. Like if it is not from a completely natural source, it's some sort of a chemical. And they list out all of the things that are dirty and are not. And they have a scale of one to ten. You know, I shoot for one to three. I'll probably use stuff up to like five maybe because they they also define what their numbers are but once you get up to again you're gonna see a lot of seven eights and seven and eights i'll say where it's like the evidence is pretty strong that this product is a correlation number i'm sorry it's like a correlation number like this a hundred percent is a harmful carcinogen would be a 10 and like links would be like four five six Exactly. exactly. Okay. And like eight is like, yeah, this probably does cause cancer. But like we scanned one thing and it was a 10. And I looked up what a 10 was and it said there is, quote, conclusive evidence that this causes cancer. And I was like, every giant corporation that makes this shit, everybody there should just be killed. <laughs> like it is it is so messed up. And it was it was a big name thing. It was it was a hand lotion with micro droplets of Vaseline in it, which by the way, Vaseline is not that bad. It's like a, it might be a five, like pure petroleum jelly, something Uh like that. But this hand lotion was a 10, meaning if you use this (laughs) on a long enough time, it will give you cancer. And it's like, oh my God, what is wrong with everybody and everything? (laughs) So approach with caution. It changed my life. It changed Tara's life. We went through our bathroom. We put, an entire shoebox of all kinds of shit in it. And it was hilarious because we gave it to our friends, uh, young, young Joseph and his girlfriend. And we were like, disclaimer, this stuff 
legit <laughs> can cause cancer. But you're young and, you know, you're just like, oh, free shit. And there was tons of makeup for his girlfriend. And that's great. You know, whatever. But we Tara went like full Burt's Bees and got a bunch of clean makeup and stuff. And it looks great. And we got, we spent all this money on this wild soap, Rocky Mountain soap company. There's no bullshit. In it. And I'm just, I'm real excited about it, honestly. And I got a shampoo from Shea Moisture, which you have to be careful because not all products are created equal. Some of theirs are dirty. But the one that I get is a, I think it's a three and it smells like sex and it's luxurious and it's my new thing now. So that's what I was tying into. Like I've been a lot better about that. And I got a Dr. Bronner conditioner leave-in styling thing. It's really low and I'm just willing to pay for products that aren't killing me. That's yeah. my new thing. Hey, what? Why? why do you pay the most as a counterpoint on alcohol, which literally causes cancer. It's, here's here's the difference, and I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, I'm, I'm really glad you brought it up because I usually immediately chase that whole diatribe with this. Uh-huh. I know, <laughs> everybody knows this causes, uh, your, increases your risk for cancer. It increases your risk for cirrhosis. It increases your risk for heart disease. It's a neurotoxin. Nobody hides it. It literally says in the bottle, like, if you're pregnant and drink this, you're going to have a messed up baby. Like, there, everybody knows and there is labeling that says alcohol is toxic. And I'm like, okay, I know that. I enjoy it. I'm going to keep doing it. I can't stand how many common household products and, and new ones come out every year that are literally killing people. And there's never any accountability. You look at, you know, like Monsatan, Monsanto, Bayer what they're round up and God knows how many other chemicals that they're definitely killing people with. And like, don't, they'll never be held accountable. They get stuck with a class action lawsuit. They pay $300 million. That's a drop in the bucket for them. And then they move on. How come so, I never, I always participate in class action lawsuit things where I have to sign up and give all my information to get a hundred dollars in the future or something. I've never seen a check ever from those I, things. I have. Okay. I can tell you that that is a thing, but sometimes it from the time you send that or fill it out online, you might get a check six years later. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, well, and guess, if you move, then God knows. I so. guess I still got a chance. Yeah. My dad always does them. The other day, it's funny you brought that up. The other day, he sent us a picture with five checks, and they were all from GM vehicle recalls. Oh. And it was like... It was a total of like seven hundred dollars. I was like, "That's not chump change." Yeah, that's awesome. Wait, so can yep. you participate in a class action every time there's a vehicle recall or something? As long as there is some sort of a record that you owned that vehicle during that year when the recall affected it, all that stuff. Okay, all right, cool, good to know. I have a lot of Jeep recalls that I got to get in before selling that car back at some point. <laughs> totally, dude. Um, so I. That was a long one. Sorry. That was um, that was a mixture of a of a life hack and grind your gears talk. You're right. You're <laughs> right. So that was I'm, it's a wash on that one. Yeah. Um, all right. So my life hack is a little bit more. I mean, also it's it's health related, but it's more physically health related. Um, I've determined that the best thing that you can possibly do for your body, one of the best things you can do for your body, albeit from like eating like super clean and healthy and working out all the time is just hanging. Okay. Okay. And by hanging, I mean a pull up bar, a, a bar, some like a, a door frame that you're able to hang on just every day for 30 seconds to a minute, just hang people who have back problems, people who have shoulder issues, people who have arm issues. I mean, Neck issues. I feel like all of these things I've I've experienced in the last year or two, and I've solved it by hanging every day, and it feels great. Tommy increases your posture that. and everything. And mojo as usual. Admittedly, it's not specifically hanging, although I'm going to start doing that. One thing I've I've gotten a lot better about that I started a couple of weeks ago. I'm trying to do it daily, obviously failing. You know, I started off at, I'm going to run every day, and then you do that for two weeks, and then you stop. And I'm going to work out, and I'm going to swim, and I'm going to do this, and, and then I'm going to walk. And even, <laughs> I couldn't even do that every day. Stretching. Yeah. Stretching, stretching your body mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah. It, you will, your body will thank you. <laughs> and I, it's just one of those things, like, I've always been a very naturally flexible person, so 
there, I don't ever want to lose that. And all you have to do to not lose it is keep doing it. Cause I don't want one of those times to come where like five years from now I go to touch my toes and I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll fucking freak out. I'll have like a midlife existential crisis and I, I just, just stretch, stretch yeah. and hang. Well, it's hang just, and stretch. we're getting to that point. Like you and I have said probably our whole life. And I can remember specifically having this conversation like four or five years ago with you that we would never let ourselves, you know, get out of control. Like we're just the type of people that we would never be overweight. We would never be super unhealthy because we're, strong enough mentally to stop ourselves from doing those things. We're getting to that point where it's becoming more of a challenge to actually yes. keep yourself in shape. You know, it's, yes. we're 30 years old. We're no spring chickens anymore, but uh, I agree, you know, like you've got to just spend some time on your body every day and it will, it will benefit you in the long run. A hundred percent, man. And like to that, to that end, I mean, I used to be able to do whatever I want or do you know, including nothing and eat whatever I want and blah, blah, blah. And nothing about my body would change. And the one thing I've noticed is that my stomach doesn't look the way I want it to look. I don't have a gut, but you know, I used to like look pretty fucking awesome, like a visible six pack without flexing. You know what I mean? (laughs) And now I'm like, shit. But what's funny is my weight hasn't changed. Yeah. Well then I realized, well, that means you're losing muscle mass and you're gaining back even fat. more fat. Yeah. No, no good. I, so I agree. I felt days, the same way. <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to wake up and be like, I don't like the way that looks. And then I just won't eat for a week and then I'll be fine. And I'll yeah. just be like, reset. That's so, another life hack that I'm sure we've talked about so we don't have to get too deep on, but skipping breakfast. Oh, yeah. You know? and, and dude, I feel so terrible about that because I programmed my dad because I was a good little zombie of the state and I listened to all the propaganda and they're like, eat your breakfast, most important meal of the day, blah, 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 blah. Even though Eddie Bernays, the literal father of modern propaganda, was the one who came up with that whole thing to sell like bacon and egg, the big bacon and egg breakfast. And I'm sitting here, I, I told my dad about that. And he'll bring it up from time to time. We'll be like, I always have something in the morning because you told me to jumpstart your metabolism. And I'm like, Dad, I'm so sorry. Like, I I became wiser and just, you know, I, I came across new information. And I'm like, I haven't eaten, I haven't deliberately eaten breakfast as a habit. And I don't know how long. It's a load of bullshit. When you hear people say jumpstart your metabolism, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's literally something that people hear and then just parrot. Yeah. And I feel so stupid stupid for having done it myself but again there's always time to when you when you learn new information and and new evidence is presented to you it's okay to change your mind like changing your mind is a sign of intelligence that's something we've talked about plenty but yeah the longer you go without eating the better like uh, intermittent fasting sounds like a big scary thing but it just means skipping a meal taking longer periods (laughs) between eating it's very you can do it naturally i mean I, i do typically eat lunch is usually my first meal of the day. I do, I, I often have coffee in the morning, but same, um, same. yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that's not hard. That's really good for you. I'm an everyday coffee drinker now. I, I drink coffee every nice. single day and, and I, and it probably started because unfortunately my wife is a huge Starbucks addict. I mean, literal addiction to Starbucks cannot yes. stop. Yes. But, um, I, I, so they were, her and her mom go every morning almost and bring me back something you know, not like I, I've, I told them, don't get me some, anything too sweet, but there's always some kind of like syrup in it, sugar-free something. And I kind of stopped at saying that I was like, you know, and I'm, I'm, I can't do this anymore. It's a terrible way to start my day with like sugar in my coffee. So now I'm drinking coffee with some almond milk or something in it. Maybe, Good man. Maybe it, a stevia or some kind of sugar, which might be those are the. <laughs> yeah well and i don't know about that saccharin and aspartame certainly are and stevia probably will be eventually but um that's that is probably one of the easiest things that people who need to cut back on caloric intake or whatever is putting shit in your coffee mm-hmm. like coffee by itself in moderation is either harmless or or Beneficial. possibly even good for you <laughs> yeah. or maybe or maybe does nothing Whereas, like, once you put in a bunch of sugar and like cream or or whatever it is that you use, you don't realize it, but you're you can consume a ton of calories very quickly. And I will say about coffee, while there is no harm in having, I mean, it depends on what you listen to, what you read, and what you believe. 
um, you know, you can have certainly one and up to like five cups a day. And most scientists and physicians will say that's fine. I err on the side of caution. And I not only, um, five I cups typically a day? have one. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude, exactly. I'm like, well, that just doesn't seem like common sense. But um, every once in a while, I'll treat myself to a second. It's extremely rare. And then multiple times per week, I'll have days where I don't have any, only because I like to remind my body I'm in charge. <laughs> you do not get this every day. Yeah. And um, a really great callback to, if anybody wants to check it out, um, an episode 66 of the podcast, Fasting, Veganism, and the Biggest Lies. Oh, um, yeah. Two really, really good friends of mine. Uh, or on that episode, and specifically, uh, so Yodi and Sven, but Sven had some really good insights to share on that episode, and I remember a the quote breakfast. without even listening. I remember him saying, if a cup of liquid determines the quality of life every single day, maybe it's time for you to reassess your relationship, reevaluate your relationship with caffeine. I'm just saying, I don't give advice. It was something like that, almost, yeah. almost verbatim. I want so, to see Sven. I, I, I agree. I haven't seen him in a while. What's he up to? Oh, I, I chat with him regularly. Yeah. Uh, he, Bellyhead, and I have a chat on Signal so the government can't spy on us. Um, <laughs> it's called The Gutter Boys. It's great. <laughs> Live from I, the gutter. I named it after Live from the Gutter. Yeah, great. Um, but hey, yeah, it's, it's solid. Do you mind if we have a quick video game segment? Uh, we can talk about whatever you want for as long as you want. All right. Um, I have two video games that I want to mention. First one is, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I have been playing so much New World lately. Do you know what that is? I don't. That is Amazon's competitor to World of Warcraft. Fascinating. Amazon I already a, hate it because it's Amazon. Amazon made a video game and it's called New World and it's an MMO and I am loving it. I, I really like I was I liked World of Warcraft actually. Like I had a I had a big world of I wouldn't even say big compared to most people, it is a blip of a minute. Like I I spent like three or four months where I was playing every day World of Warcraft. And then I was like, well, I can see that this is a little too bit too much, and I broke it off completely. Um, mm -hmm. New World is kind of getting to that level. I've been playing it a lot the past couple weeks, three weeks, and I'm really, really enjoying it. The ambiance is great in it, and so I just had to shout it out. I can't. I'm, I'm a piece of shit. I like MMO. <laughs> um, uh, time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. Yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Yeah, and um, the other thing I wanted to mention is um, right before we got on the podcast, I thought of something that I've been wanting to do for a while, and it, this kind of ties into our my, ties into the grind my gears corner. Is I saw that they ported Resident Evil Four to the Oculus. Did you hear about this? I did, and I heard it's amazing. It got it won game of the year, VR oh. game of the year at the Game Awards. Shit. Yes. So I was super excited. So I got on my Oculus, which I haven't busted out in a while, and I searched the store, couldn't find it. They only have the Resident Evil VR port on Oculus Two and not Oculus One. That's fucked up. Yeah, so, but I did see that there's no compatibility issues. They just didn't put it on Oculus One. They locked it out. They locked it out. But pe people are saying that I could, I'd like, use their, like, uh, Oculus's side quest deck or whatever to be able to put it on there. And I'm probably going to do that after this because, holy shit, I want to play it. <laughs> As a matter of principle. I would make sure to do what they don't want you to do. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, is it is it something similar to like jailbreaking sort of? Yeah, you need to do that. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's how I got. Um, do you remember when I I put on that one like shooting range game? Mm -hmm. Did you ever play that? Was yeah. that was from the that was from the jailbreak? Gotcha. That's cool. Um, I am so told from our friends at Whiff Punish that. Resident Evil 4 remake is con is confirmed. Whoa, interesting. Oh, it, speaking of Resident Evil, um yeah. Resident Evil Oh, yeah, you saw the movie. Yes, yes. So so Resident Evil 4 remake, sorry to take away from their point. I can't wait. That's awesome. But yes, uh Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City the movie was just released in theaters and um 
I, of course, had to see it, being the Resident Evil head I am. And, um, you know, it gets a lot of criticism. And Alex, I told Alex that I saw it, and he said, I heard it was awful. And I told him that I felt like it was very necessary because Resident Evil has, like, fucking six, seven movies that they made with Mila Jovovich that were, I mean, progressively shittier every single time and 100 percent and um they were i mean like i i don't even think i've seen the last two because i was like these aren't even worth it anymore and i'm and i'm like the ultimate super fan of that franchise so they they're really they really fucked up but so this one they've redid the entire cast and they did they they brought as many video game elements to it as they possibly could like do you know and I'll just as one spoiler because you do have to see it eventually. But do you remember in the beginning of the Resident Evil Two remake where they have that trucker driving into town where he yeah hits the zombie? And do you remember yeah. the very first cinema cinematic thing that they show in that video game is him grabbing that burger and then yeah. like eating it real sloppily? They do that exact scene where he grabs the burger and chews it, gets it all over his face. And I mean, like even the way he hits the zombie and like stretches his arm down, just goes, Oh fuck. Or whatever they do. Everything video game specific, which I was like, thank you. Thank you. Capcom resident evil verse. Thank you. It was needed. It wasn't, it still wasn't an amazing movie. It was entertaining, but you know, yeah, dude, at this point, straight fan service is going to be an upgrade yes and exactly. people who shit on it probably never played the games mm-hmm. you know especially stupid ass critics mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i i'm very excited to see it um i'm i'm glad to hear everything you said I, i'll probably watch that at some point um soon in the next couple of weeks um that was a follow-up yeah four is allegedly confirmed i can't wait for that oh my god and i'm really glad that tara i finally I finished four for Tara so she could see it. So nice. just the same way that I played two for her and three original so she could see the remakes. Now we have four under our belt. And um, as far as your MMO note goes, uh, I'm sure I'd love it. I will never touch it with a 10-foot pole, meaning New World, because I, I, I used to borderline get in arguments with Nick and Josh about this. I I deliberately don't play MMOs because... I know what a soul-sucking, time-sucking thing they are, and I don't want that in my life. Because of Oblivion? Well, that's not even an MMO. That's single player. Yeah. You know? but it's And I know what a time-suck that can be, but, like, an MMO becomes almost a way of life. And, actually, I remember Tara played Final Fantasy... Right. um, 15? 14? 15? 15? It might have been... I think it was 14, actually. I I think so, too. Um, Yeah, it was, actually. And... I'm glad she was able to kick that very quickly because, like, that was not going to work for me. <laughs> so, it's her just, habits weren't yeah. going to work for you. Well, you know, there's there's compromises and everything. And mm-hmm. in reality, I can't even can't think of anything else. And it's I also never was I never once was like you can't play that. Yeah, no, I, just I, I understand. I understand. She knew me so well from the beginning. She's going to be like, he's going to think this is ridiculous, and it, like. Whenever we moved in, it was that was it. Yeah. And Fortnite, Fortnite supplanted it. Uh, nice. Before, you know, whenever we were playing that, it was a bridge together. to reality yeah, for you guys. It, re- it really was. It was, the, it was like the bridge to like, all right, this is real life. And and I remember, um, like I never played Destiny for that reason. Yeah. Um, I did play Elder Scrolls Online, and I loved it. And I one day I had a moment legit where I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah, I think and, you and I had that at the exact same day. We were like, wow, yeah. we're, are we having fun? No, we're not. I, I was like. Yeah, and I just turned it off and never played it again. Yeah, literally. So that, that's my uh, my hot take on MMOs. Um, let's jump to another life hack. This one is really disappointing. I don't know if I've told told you about this before. Speaking of poisons and cancers and all the lovely things that are out in the world that want to kill us, did I tell you about the whole oyster thing? Oh no, I'm having a wait. Hold on. I'm having an oyster party on Friday with my brother and oh. sister-in-laws where we're oh, getting like no. we're getting like a hundred oysters. So oh I'm terrified. Oh Tommy. Wait, hold on. Now, you okay. know what? I, I don't care. I'm still doing it. I love oysters too yeah. much, but go ahead. I'm not never eating oysters again, but I'm going to be selective. And I'm usually if somewhere has oysters, I get them. Yeah. Not happening anymore. Oh God. So 
some oysters, raw, obviously raw, cooking doesn't matter, you're fine. They carry a bacteria uh, called, I don't know about the pronunciation, Vibrio vulnificus. And if you get infections, um, I, I it, it says, mo- this is from cdc.gov, most of these infections will only cause diarrhea and vomiting. However, some can cause more serious ones, including bloodstream infections and severe blistering skin lesions. Most, or I'm sorry, many people with V. vulnificus infections require intensive care or limb amputations, <laughs> and 15 to 30% of infections are fatal. They're, they're worth so, it. I'm going to die for an oyster. Yeah, exactly. And again, we, you and I have been eating them all of our lives, but the, it doesn't look, smell, or taste different from any other oyster. Um, they, It's just some kind of like a luck of the draw thing. And like the, I remember reading a horror story about one guy who literally had, he had to have his arms and legs cut off because of it. I mean, it's just, it is so fucked. But uh, one, this is one little silver lining for you. Um. Most cases occur during warmer months of the year, oh, even right. though they have been reported year-round. And they are more common in areas where they're farmed and in warmer waters. The Gulf. Meaning the Gulf. shitty Gulf oysters yeah. that we already don't like, yeah. you're going to have a higher risk. Yeah. So we get the New England and the Canadian and Newfoundland and all that and all that stuff. Pacific, and Northern Pacific. Pacific Northwest. Yeah. You're way better off sticking to those. Well, yeah, and you so. did, did you? I'm I'm assuming you knew the rule is to only eat oysters in the months that end with R. No, yeah, that, I've never heard that, that. That's a that's a rule of thumb with oysters. You're not only supposed to eat oysters if the if the month ends in R. That is so fun. Yeah, I like that. So colder months. That's very cool. I mean, yeah, probably exactly. opposite for the for the southern hemisphere but you know yeah of course that's always a thing that i kind of forget about because it's basically another planet so wild (laughs) um speaking of poisons and toxins look at this a bonus beverage oh exciting dude (laughs) what is that nice pun wait did you not see it i see sup yeah it's literally sup what so what what, is it water is it sparkling some trash hard seltzer it's organic though okay which i really liked Uh Um, only 95 calories and, uh, we were at tower. I mentioned it. Of course. Tower is the best. Okay. Going through their discount bullshit. They had 12 packs of this for $5. (laughs) I was like, this can taste like feet Uh, and I'll still drink it for, for that price. It does it taste Um, like feet? I had a cucumber one the other night. It tasted so much like a real cucumber that it was a little bit alarming. Like I wouldn't call it good. And then Tara said, and James rapidly agreed with her, it tastes like a cucumber with Lucky Charms milk poured in it. Ew! Then when I tried it again, I was like, oh shit, it tastes like Lucky Charms. What the fuck? That sounds That was my experience with, yeah, that was the uh, cucumber. The um, peach was decent. It was just pretty decent, and it was a known quantity. It tastes actually it tastes like Rita Kay's unsweetened peach tea from childhood. Oh, oh, fuck! So it was actually pretty good. Um, had a black cherry today. Tasted better when you first sipped it, and then it kind of doesn't have an amazing aftertaste afterward. Not horrible, but I wouldn't call it good. Again, it is organic and very light. And uh, here's lemon. Let's see what happens. Let's take a look. Sup, mm. and it's an exclamation point at the end. S U P. Mm. Nope, not good. Not good. Mm-mm. This is lemon. It tastes and smells like something that I can't place. Hey, don't, don't smell like. it. If it has a fragrance, it's carcinogenic. Well, everything's organic, though. See, this is uh, organic fruit extract. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Um, good times. So I'm going to drink it anyways. Uh, next, do you have another one, Tommy? I have only like two more. Uh, life hacks. Um... Or, or grind your gears. I don't have one off the top of my head. There was one other one that I didn't write down, but go ahead with yours and maybe it'll come to me. Keep thinking. I have one quick one and then two that require a quick explanation. One, get a Sonic Care toothbrush. Life changing. I, f- I fight. I know. I, I know I need to. I fight my dentists every single time they give me the fucking spiel on the Sonic Care toothbrush. Look, I'll make it easy for you. So. I actually, I brush really aggressively, and this hygienist said, oh, 
you know, I can see a little bit of where, mm-hmm. like, you're wearing down your gums, and that freaked the shit out of me. Like, they're very vibrant and pink and healthy, but, like, my teeth are, you know, very large. Like, uh-huh. and I don't want to just brush my gums into oblivion. She was like, just get a Sonicare. She was like, they're incredible. You don't, you don't press very hard. And, um, in fact, Black Friday Target had them and Oral Bs for 30 bucks, like, like one of their lower, maybe even the base model instead of 50. So I was like, fuck it. You know, I'll get an Oral B for tea. I'll get a Sonicare. Um, Tara immediately hated her Oral B because she was being Tara. And then, but I used it and it was not, I didn't love it either. It was no better than any other like shitty old electronic toothbrush I used to have. So I don't blame her. It's cool. But I, I like, I make a mess. I, there's like shit flying everywhere. My mouth is hanging open. I've got stuff hanging down my arms. When Tara brushes, she keeps her mouth shut. Uh-huh. So she kept like rattling her teeth and her skull. And I was like, well, that's your fault. Yeah. But <laughs> you can pass on the Oral-B. The Sonicare, dude, it vibrates so fast. It's like sound instead of, <laughs> I associate it more with sound than I do with vibration, even though True. the two are one and the same, of course. Well, it is but, sonic care exactly they they are definitely the highest frequency you don't have to press at all and your teeth feel like you just got back from the dentist it was a really good really well spent 30 dollars. okay all right heard heard i i will put that in the in the in the bank right on there's that um not two things yeah (laughs) not with uh your boy maddie um you know what's a really annoying thing in life? Putting air in your tires, right? Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. But go ahead. It's a lot of trial. It's a lot of trial and error. Okay. Do, this sounds I like mean, a commercial. <laughs> you know what's really I, annoying? Tommy, I was just going to say that. I was going to say I sound like a commercial. <laughs> go to Costco. They'll do it for now, you. I don't know. I don't know if everybody has this at their Costco location, but they have a machine. Obviously, you check your placard for what your car is supposed to be at cold. Mine's allegedly supposed to be 33. You punch in 33 on the machine. Oh, yeah. By the way, it's totally free. Yeah. You don't put quarters in, no credit card. It's just sitting there. It says Costco members only. So if you don't have a membership and you go there and you cause me to wait, fuck you. But anyways, you just pop it on there. It fills it up lightning fast. And you pop it. And, and then in, the machine beeps to let you know it's done. You pop it off, you're done. It just took something that I view as really annoying and monotonous and I kind of like doing it. it it's like more tech, technical now. I, I I see that actually I haven't done it with a with the old machine in a long time. It nor, I normally have those machines when I do it. Yeah, remember like the old ones that have like the long ass thing that sticks out that shows you. And it's all oh, curled. The, and the, yeah. the hose is always curly. This this boy is a curly boy, okay. but it's needed because you only have to park the one time. You don't have to move the car, and it gets all over, and it like won't fuck your paint job up and everything. So it's it's a wonderful experience. I highly recommend it. Last thing, and this is one of the most clutch things that I do legit every day of my life, and it will apply to anybody with an iPhone. I don't know how it works for Android. They probably have a similar feature. If you are not somebody who is very good about getting back to people, or if you are somebody who has to compulsively make sure that you read a message or you clear a red badge from the iMessage app, both, are but you don't to have me. time to response. Both pertain to me. Pin it. So instead of, instead of pinning like your favorites or whatever, like for example, I could pin Tara cause you know, she's my wife and I text her when I'm at work or yeah. whatever. I don't, I don't do that for favorites. If I have to do something or get back to somebody or I owe somebody something, I pin them. So at all times I legit have like a to-do list mm. on my phone and it's, it's not stressful or annoying. As a matter of fact, every once in a while I'll just be like, oh man, I, you know, I, I, I knew I was going to get back to so-and-so and that, that it's just there as a constant reminder. You get around to it whenever you can. And then you can be like, Oh, I'm sorry. And they'll be like, Oh, you're a lot better at getting back to me than I am with people. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, am I on your it pinned is list? really practical and useful. Am I on your pinned list or your favorite list there? Nope. I don't, I don't owe you anything. Oof. You hate, <laughs> I, I owe a uh, rim job something. That's our friend Ryan, because <laughs> he was going to uh, ask us if we can fit his snowboard in our trunk on the way up to PA. Uh-huh. So I pinned him because I have to go out to the car tonight and, and measure to see if it'll fit. Oh, good friend. And then, and then it gets unpinned. Okay. So Understood. it's awesome. Yeah. I like that one. That's, that's convenient. Yeah. It's a convenience. I'm out. I'm tapped out. 
I don't have any more myself. I think we can call it. This has been a lot of fun. Dude, this was one of my favorite episodes in a while. You say that every time, man. I know. Is it just because you love doing it with me? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I'll take it. I I, I miss you, and I can't wait to come back full steam in 2022. Yes, and I can't wait for you to see the new place. Oh, my God, man. I'm so excited. I was just telling our friends – I call them the Yaros. Yeah. That's <laughs> our, the male German's first name. So I just call them the Yaros. Yeah. But um, I was just telling them that story about how I thought you bought a different house and I was like internally stressed out about it. <laughs> and <laughs> and it turns out they bought a big, beautiful home that I think they paid a reasonable amount of money yeah. for. So I can't wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, it, it's it, I, I'm very happy with our deal considering the market and there's a couple oh, yeah. of really cool spots to or I actually I've never been to these spots, so I can't claim that they're really cool, but we have a couple of restaurants walking distance that I'm I'm excited to check out with you and T and James for that matter. I miss James a lot. There's a lot of people I miss that I can't wait to get back to. So cheers Hell to yeah, uh man. cheers to twenty twenty two coming up. Cheers to that. Brand new. See you in the next year, I guess. Yes, sir. Nah, we might yeah. see each other before the year closes out, but we'll see. I mean, I mean for the listeners, they probably won't hear ah, from us again. Yes, yeah, fuck y'all. I mean, yes, yeah, see, see you next year. <laughs> fuck y'all.